to obey God despite the challenges we face. Find out in week three of our Christmas series, Hark! Let's read from Matthew 1, verse 18. It says here, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Now let me focus on the word betrothed. Now we all know that this means the nearest modern day counterpart of this word is engagement. So engaged sila. But unlike our engagement in our modern day setting, engagement during uh, their time is legally binding. It has a document. It's as if they're married. In fact, ang tawag na sa kanila, husband and wife. Minus the sexual uh, activities, minus the consummation, it's actually a season of preparation, of adjustment, of building your family so that when the wife comes into your family, you're good to go. Now imagine this. Joseph was preparing his household for his wife to come in when they get married. Maybe Joseph has a plan and a dream for his family. He, uh, just to give you a brief background, Mary was around 13. You know this already from last week. 13 to maybe 18, the max. Joseph is a little bit older, maybe 15 to 20, 21. So they are both relatively young. Now, if you're a student here in Isip, wow, pwede pala yung magpakasal habang bata. Now, during their time, there's no teenage years. It's either you are a kid and then you're an adult. No in-between. It means that you're a kid and after that, you start working and you build your own family. Now, Joseph must have been planning and thinking about his family. Wow, I'm going to start my family. I'm going to help build the society. I'm going to have kids. He is a carpenter, by the way, or someone who's very skilled with wood and crafts. So he's building his family. He's excited for it. He's preparing. He's waiting for Mary to come back. She visited her, uh, her cousin Elizabeth. And when she comes back, imagine... Imagine with me, you are Joseph, and the love of your life, the girl of your dreams, coming home, saying, uh, sasabini Joseph, uh, Mary, medyo tamaba ka, ano? Um, Joseph, actually, I'm pregnant. Imagine with me, if you were Joseph, hearing the person you love the most, say one of the most painful words someone can say, Joseph, I'm pregnant. Imagine Joseph's surprise. And what's the next question usually? Sino ang? Ang ama. Who's the father? Who did this to you? And if you look at it, medyo nakakatawa yung sagot ni Mary. Mary's answer is, Si God. It's the Holy Spirit. If you're Joseph, you're like, either she's crazy, or she's making a fun out of me. What's up with her? You see, last week, we looked at the view or Mary's perspective of the first Christmas. Now this week, we're looking at Joseph's view. If Joseph was here, and if we will do an interview with him and ask him, hey, Joseph, how was your first Christmas like? He might have said something like this. My first Christmas is not a happy one. In fact, I, th- I thought my family would be broken. My first Christmas isn't like what you're saying right now. Gifts, fun, 13th month pay, uh, uh, reunions and all that stuff. The first Christmas for Joseph is a heartbreak, a disappointment, confusion, pain, betrayal. And maybe 
For some of you, your year is something like that. We would celebrate Christmas and we have experienced this year pain, disappointment, confusion, betrayal. I don't understand, Lord. Joseph's first Christmas, leading to Christmas, didn't start off happy and all that. It was a time full of surprises and heartbreaks. So Joseph now was thinking about this. But here's the thing. The next verse, it says here, And her husband Joseph... Being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. How Joseph responded to life's surprises and heartbreaks revealed who he really is. And for some of us here, it applies to us as well. How you and I respond to heartbreaks, disappointment, and surprises reveal who we really are. Scholars generally agree that Joseph, ever since he was young, was being taught the Word of God. He grew up having faith in God, a genuine believer. He loves God. He follows the law. Ever since he was young, he was obeying God. That's why it says there, he was a just man. Meron siyang character. He was doing the things that honors God already. And now a sudden, surprising turn of events happened. And it just showed who he really is. A man of faith. A man of character. If you're a single person here, especially if you're a girl, hindi po sapat na guapo lang at may six-pack na mayaman. That person needs to have faith as well. So that was Joseph. He was a gentleman. During their time, Mary should have been stoned to death. Or shamed publicly. That was the punishment for Mary's perceived adultery. That buntisya, and she's not even married. During their time, time natin eh, wala nang issue yan eh. Shock lang. Oh, talaga. Sige. But during their time, when, you, they, when they figure out or they know that you are pregnant and you're not yet married, the punishment is death. And Joseph could have exercised his right. She pained me. And I have every right to go after She should be shamed publicly and stoned to death. But again, Joseph took the higher road. Joseph said, okay, I'll just absorb all the, the pain. And since I love her, okay, I'm going to divorce her quietly. Joseph had only two options. Divorce her, stone her to death, or leave her. Quietly. Now, Joseph, let's go back to the text, but as he considered these things, behold, can you say behold? Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. So in short, sabi no angel, Joseph, wait lang, totoo yung sinabi ni Mary. What she said was true. She is indeed, uh, uh, she has a baby because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, She's not lying. It's true. I know it sounds crazy, but guess what? It's true. God's doing something. Verse 21, it says here, She will bear a son, and you shall call him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And which, by the way, Jesus means God saves. So the angel was saying, no, 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 something's happening. You're, you don't know this, but I'm just telling you right now, what Mary said was true. Okay, and she has a baby boy. 
and you're going to name him Jesus, which means God saves, because he will save the whole world from their sins. Now let me focus on this word. Let me focus on the word, behold. Behold. Did you know, every time in the Bible, the word behold is mentioned, usually the, the sentences or the paragraphs afterwards, God is making a, a, an announcement or a judgment, or, or he basically is saying, hey, pay attention. Look what's happening next. Tingin kayo dito. See what's happening here. Behold. Behold. And see, all of us here, we have our behold moments too. For Joseph, this was his behold moment. What he thought was a heartbreak, a disappointment, a part of uh, something confusing, was actually, behold, part of God's bigger and better plan. The question is, how did Joseph respond? And the same question is, how, did, how do we respond? When something unexpected comes our way, how do we respond? How do we respond to God's behold moments for us? How do we respond to things that were, that were not originally planned? But guess what? Behold, God has a bigger plan for you. How do we respond to that? Behold. Just to give you a story of some of that. We're praying for this particular campus. And we don't have any contacts there. We don't know anyone there. No one attends victory as far as we know. And we're just going there. And we felt like God really told us to reach out this campus. So we were praying. We were praying. We are doing everything that we could. We're trying to pass a letter. Nothing happens. We're, we're thinking of how to go in. And we don't know how to do it. We're just praying and praying and praying. We don't know when the breakthrough would come. Until behold. Behold. A sudden idea came. We talked to one student, and this student uh, introduced us to another student, which introduced us to another student, which uh, because of this student, we got to go inside the campus, and this student became discipled, and this student uh, started his own discipleship or uh, victory group, and this campus right now is on our way. We're on our way to saturating it. It all started with that behold moment. But imagine, what if we don't know how to respond? We're not ready yet. Eh? No, we were ready for it. We were praying for it. We're believing God for it. And for some of us here, you are working so hard every day in your office. No one notices you. You're just working your heart and you're hearing all the preachings about being excellent in the workplace and you're working and you're working and you're working and then behold, a promotion comes. The question is, are you ready? You can, say, you can boldly say, I'm ready. I've been preparing for this. When the behold moments come, my response is, it's just going to reveal who I really am. I'm ready. For some of us here, we're praying. We're praying for family restoration. Praying year in, year out. Prayer and fasting. We're preparing everything. Behold, this Christmas, sa inyo pala uuwi yung particular family member. That's God's answer. How do we respond? I'm ready for this. I've been praying for this. I've prepared for this. Joseph, when he was young, he was following God. And when the behold moments come, it just revealed who he really is. A man who wants to honor God. Maybe some of us here were praying. I've been talking to some parents and this is some of their prayers. They've been praying that their kids would just be closer to them. And then behold, suddenly they open up. We prayed for this. We're ready for this. How do we respond? Again, Joseph, 
I don't know what, what exactly was running in Joseph's mind during this time that the angel showed up. But could you imagine the gravity of it? He's going to make a crucial decision. Who would father Jesus here on earth? Who's going to protect? Who's going to provide? Who's going to raise Jesus up? And J- Joseph was thinking about this. In Joseph's view, he only had two options. Stone her to death or leave her quietly. Behold, God says, there is a third option. Marry her and accept her. And Joseph was like, okay, why is this important? It says in verse 22 to 23, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, look at this. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Pastor Dennis, for the past weeks, have been harping in this one line that your story, our story, is part of a bigger story. And it's true, and it's seen here again. There is wisdom when we start to obey God. Imagine this small-time boy starting his small-time family, Dreaming a small-time dream. And behold, God says, No, 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 no. I'm going to do something amazing in your family. And guess what? Your small dreams isn't too small when you realize that it is part of God's big-time plans. Let me say that again. Your small-time dreams isn't too small when you realize that it is actually part of God's big-time plans. Never think... That what God told you to do, never think that it's too small. I just obeyed Him in this small way. I just submit my plans to Him and committed this plan to Him. It, it seems so small. Don't ever think that it's too small. Your small time dreams isn't too small when it's part of God's big time plans. And that's something amazing with God. We always get to be part of something bigger as long as we submit our lives to Him. The angel was saying, actually right now, God made a promise beforehand in the Old Testament. And now He's going to fulfill it. And with that promise is a commandment which we need to obey. The commandment was, marry her. Take her in. Will you obey that, Joseph? And you know what? For you and I, God has a promise for you as well. And He intends to fulfill it. But with that promise is a commandment. The question is, will we trust and obey His wisdom and do what He says? God has a promise. He tends to fulfill it. With a promise, has a commandment. Are we excited to obey Him? What did Joseph do? In verse 24 to 25, when Joseph woke from his sleep, he didn't say, bangungot lang yan. When Joseph woke from his sleep, He did. He did. As the angel of the Lord commanded him, he took his wife, Mary, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son and he called his name Jesus. Interestingly, Joseph, even in the whole Bible, Joseph, the father of Jesus, the one who adopted him, never said a word. There's no recorded dialogue between Joseph and someone else. Tahimik lang siya. Joseph, when you compare it to some big-time heroes like David and even Mary, he looks insignificant compared to them because he didn't say anything. 
But he was known by his actions. Joseph was known for his actions. What did he do? He took Mary in. He took care of the, her. She gave birth. She, he protected his, their, his family versus Herod who wants to kill everyone there. He provided in Egypt. He provided in Galilee. He provided in Nazareth. He taught Jesus the craft. Joseph never said a word, but he was known by his actions. It looks boring, right? <laughs> and the, the world right now doesn't like boring. The world right now wants something exciting. But if exciting means spending all my money that I don't have and incurring debt, and if exciting means having adultery or an affair, or if exciting means going out late, leaving my family alone, I'm okay with boring. I'm okay with having my wife spending time with her. I'm okay with having my child spending time. With, I'm okay with saving and investing and delaying some of the things that I want so that I could be, have a brighter future. If exciting means doing something crazy and sinful, I'm okay with boring. I don't have to be flashy. I don't have to t- tell all these things. In front of God, in front of people, my prayer and our prayer should be, Lord, let me be known also by my actions as I obey you and submit myself to you. For some of us, we have a different intention. We really have this motivation. I really want to honor God. But the problem is, intention is different from action. We may intend to lose weight. But unless we do exercise, sleep, and diet, we don't, this is going to happen. Intention is different from action. Most people have the intention to obey God, but it's the action that counts. It is obedience to God, trusting Him that His plans is infinitely wiser than us. That He has big time plans. Let me share to you some stories. Um, Here's a picture of some of our students from Samoan National High School. Well, some other students spend their time Christmas um, having relationships, focusing too much on projects and all. And there's nothing wrong with those things. But at least, and if you ask them, hey, do you want to be a blessing? And most of them will say, yes, I want to be a blessing. I want to help other people. But their intention was different from actions. Now, here's a group of our campus leaders from Samoan National High School. They felt like God told them to bless their city. They intend to bless the city. But the difference is they acted on, acted on that intention. They huddled together. They prayed lots of prayers. Met. They were thinking of how they could bless their campus. Their campus uh, in Samoa National High School need a laptop. And the students are saying, we want to bless the campus with a laptop. They were praying and praying. Lots of prayers, okay? <laughs> maraming, maraming, maraming prayers. Not only that, but they uh, went around the school and start selling things. Okay? They're praying. For not only in Samoa National High School, but in other campuses as well. In PUP San Juan, praying for tables. And then uh, in CCHS, praying for a sound system. And they're doing anything. They intend, they're, they're, they're stepping out in faith, intending to bless the city. Guess what? God answered them. Their small time intentions and plans, the people around them may never know them. But from God's perspective, it's part of His big time plans. Now, Pastor Dennis said a while ago, last week actually we distributed some of the bags to DSWD uh, families. Also last week, 
uh, me and some of the campus missionaries and some of the leaders, we went around the city of San Juan. I vlogged about this. And then we started interfacing and meeting with some of the parents of the students. And here's some of the pictures. Hindi ko na nalagay lahat kasi marami na rin kami napuntahan. But while we were going there, around those, the city, I realized that this family, they intend to really provide the best for their kids. And they did, they did everything. Work extra hard, sacrifice after sacrifice, and no one knows them. I got reminded of Joseph. He worked so hard, he provided, and he, he's not as well known as Mary. That's why when I was giving the bags there, I felt God said, say to me, bless the family. So when we were giving our bags, we prayed for them, ministered to them. And this is a side note. Uh, it's not really part of the preaching, but if you are a parent here, isn't that also our desire? Okay na kahit hindi kami yung kilala. It's okay, even if, even if we don't get recognized. As long as we faithfully obey God and raise my kids the way that He should go, I'm okay with that. But right now, I just want to take this time to appreciate you. Thank you for what you do. Okay? Thank you for what you do. Thank you for even though you were not noticed and no one else really appreciates you, I want to say thank you to you. Maraming salamat. Now let me end with this. God's behold moment for you sometimes may come as a surprise. But we prayed for this. We were preparing for this. That's why I want to encourage all of us here. Pay attention to God's behold moment for you. It comes suddenly. But when it comes, let's be ready for action. Let's, let's be ready to obey God. Let's be ready to say, God, I trust your infinite wisdom. I'm going to obey what you command me. You'll never know the impact you might do. Don't ever think that your small-time dreams won't make a difference. It will, as long as it is part of God's big-time plans. Can we just bow down our heads and pray? Lord, thank you for today. Thank you, Father God, for your goodness and faithfulness to our lives now. I believe... I just felt like maybe for some of you, you've been praying for something so long. Let me declare this to you. God's going to do something in your lives. God's going to say to your family, behold. To your businesses, behold. To your campuses, behold. To your health, behold. But right now, I believe God wants us to surrender some areas in our lives so that when that behold moment comes, we're ready for it. Can you just pray that right now? Holy Spirit, may you speak to us, convict us of anything that needs to be surrendered to you. If there are are any things that you need to surrender, take this time and say, Jesus, I surrender this to you. Pray to God right now. Jesus, I surrender this to you. I surrender this to you. I trust your bigger, better plans for my life. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcast.